News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Hi, I'm Francis Cook. Welcome to the show. When you're young is the best time to make the most money with the least effort. When you're young is also when you're the least likely to do it. The secret here is that time is the biggest and best ingredient for growing your money. If you stash away $10 in your 20s, it will do far more for you than $20 in your 40s. It's all down to the magic of compound interest, which is one of the most overlooked modern miracles. Put that 10 bucks somewhere smart and it can start earning you money. Every bit of money it earns you will then also get to work to earn you even more money, and it snowballs to give you bigger and bigger returns. Time and compound interest. They're the secret to doing well with the least effort from you. But hey, don't just take my word for it. After all, I'm just a person with a podcast who regularly neglects to follow her own advice. Instead, let's bring in the people who know all about this money game and how we can best take advantage of it. News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by Carl Arns, authorised financial advisor and institutional commodities dealer for OMF, and a 25-year-old, in case you wanted to feel really insecure in the things you've achieved in your life so far. So let's start, Carl, by addressing the elephant in the room. You strike me as quite young to be someone who's uh, authorised as a financial advisor, Have you always been interested in money and are you more interested than your friends? Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, growing up, I was always quite interested in maths and, um, you know, particularly at high school, economics and and those sort of commerce subjects always interest me from from day one. Um, Yeah, I don't know what it is, but naturally, I guess I am more interested in that side of things. And although it puts a lot of people to sleep talking about finance and money Mm -hmm. and investments and all the rest of it, for some reason... Um, it doesn't for me. So, yeah, I've, I have always had a, a penchant towards it. Yeah, one of the big reasons I wanted to talk to you is because my own view is that the younger you are when you get serious about money, the more benefits you're going to get, as in the exact same money can do so much more for you when you're younger. But I also think there's nothing worse than if I bring a finger-wagging older person onto the show <laughs> To tell us all that, nobody really wants to be lectured. So from one millennial to another, what would you say are the biggest gains from starting younger with investing and and what sort of impact does that have Mm. versus trying to start later? Mm. Well, I think it all comes back to the the miracle of compound returns, doesn't it? And, um, you know, if you look at returns over, you know, a lifetime, it makes a huge difference if you start with something much, much sooner. You know, there's no point, you know, when you get to 40 going, you know, having no savings and going, I better start saving now because I'm retiring in 25 years. You know, you've, you've missed an opportunity. Um, having some money when you're young and investing it and having those returns compound for you, it, it really does make the world of difference. Um, the general rule of thumb that I've found is that over the long, uh, long time frame, Returns typically average about 7% in the stock market. Uh, on that basis, every 10 years, your money doubles. So what you're doing is say you start saving when you're 25 versus when you're 45, you've missed out on two decades of uh, compound returns. What that means is that when you get to 65 come retirement age, you're going to be left with a 
a fraction of what you would have had had you started at 25. So I think it is absolutely crucial that you start sooner rather than later. Yeah, this is the big thing with compounding, right? It is one of the miracles of the modern world. And I think it is just so underestimated by people. Is that the feeling you get as well? Absolutely. I think, you know, even myself having been through three years of a finance degree and and actually working in the industry, um, it wasn't until I actually did some of my own reading uh, online and had a look at, you know, some of the things other people who, you know, have a passing interest in in personal finance um, were saying and which led me on this path. Um, I actually did some numbers before I came here. And again, if you look at someone who, say, had $10,000 to invest when they're 25, over the space of four decades, that 10 grand, looking at historical returns, becomes 140,000 come retirement age. Um, if they start again with that 10 grand when they're 45, it's going to be worth about 40,000. So you're looking at like a fourfold increase in your net worth by starting 20 years earlier. That is absolutely incredible. Now, I know a lot of people might listen to this and say that's all well and good, but I, in your 20s, you're just starting out. You probably don't have the best paying job in the world. You probably have a lot of expenses. You've left home, yada, yada. I totally get it. Mm. If someone is in their 20s and they want to be smart with their money, but it's all a bit overwhelming, where are the best places to start? I think the first thing is to get the real simple stuff sorted. I mean, there's no magical, you know, quick track to to being wealthy and getting your finances in order. There's no secret. It's just a lot of hard work and diligence and patience, I think. Um, so the first thing is don't take on debt. It's obvious and it's boring, but um, that's the worst thing you can do to, to your finances is to borrow money. Um, of course, there are exceptions like productive assets or, or things that are absolutely necessary to, to support your income um, and so forth. But stuff like spending you know, borrowing 20 grand to go buy a car that you might not need is never a good idea in my book. So once you've got that in order, you've cleared your debt or you're never in it in the first place, hopefully, then it's saving, right? So although it may seem pretty hopeless and particularly when, as New Zealanders, we love housing and the mantra is always save for a deposit, buy a house and you're good, that's your investment sorted. Um it just seems out of reach right now and it seems like what's the point because I don't know what you need for an average house deposit now but it's surely well over $100,000 and you just go stuff it. I'm never going to get there so why even bother? Um, but in reality there are alternatives such as you know share market investing, KiwiSaver, um, whatever it might be. There are things out that you can look at where you don't need huge sums of money for and every little bit that you save is going to make a difference. There's no you know, benefit to spending, you know, feeling hopeless and spending an extra thousand dollars on a on a holiday or whatever because you can't afford a house deposit. It's just the wrong way to look at things because every penny saved will benefit you in the long run. Exactly. And I do think that it might seem hopeless, the things that you can achieve with fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. But you can actually achieve quite a bit there, surely. Absolutely. I think it's about the mindset as well. Um, if you have that mindset that, oh, stuff it, it doesn't matter, it's not going to make any difference, well, then you're damn right, it won't. Um, but again, if you have that mindset of that, actually, I can save and it, it does make a difference, well, then you get in that mind frame and, and you might spend, you know, you might not have the extra coffee on the way to work or, you know, you might not buy that expensive stuff you didn't need. And over time, that all adds up. You know, the extra 50 bucks a week is, is huge, you know. 
Now, in a perfect world, I am hoping everyone will follow all of this great advice that you're dishing out and do the good stuff. But also, sometimes I would personally take it as a win to just stop people doing the bad stuff. So you've mentioned debt and you've mentioned mindset. Are there any other money traps that people should avoid while they're young? If, well, it's a good question. I think if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Outside of that, I mean, KiwiSaver is an absolute must in my book. If you're not contributing at least the minimum to KiwiSaver, um, then there's just there's no excuse for that. Um, I mean, you get your contributions matched up to 3% by your employer and you get the uh, yearly tax credit as well. Um, and again, over the space of a lifetime, it might not seem like much, 3% or, or 6%, but... Um, when you turn 65, you'll be very thankful you did it because it'll be a, a good little... It could be the difference between you having an extremely tough lifestyle based off the pension or being a bit more comfortable and, and being able to go to, you know, on holiday and, and see your grandkids. And, and perhaps that's uh, it's the old man in me talking ahead of time, but um, <laughs> I think you do have to plan for the future and, and we will all be retired at, at some point, hopefully. So you know, you've got you to think forward for that. Oh, exactly. And with those tax breaks and the employer contribution on KiwiSaver, I mean, that's free money. Absolutely. Get the free money. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't feel rocket scientists to think that that's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's Carl Arns, financial advisor and fellow millennial. I must say it's very nice to have two of us on the show at the same time. Thanks for um, having me. If you have a question about this podcast or something you want me to look into for a future episode, do come and talk to me about it. I'm on Facebook at Francis Cook Journalist and Twitter at Francis Cook. And don't forget to subscribe through Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. You're also most welcome to leave me a five-star review. No pressure, just saying. Until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.